and top in your TARDISes. You're listening to another episode of Doctor, huh? Huh? Where's Maisie Williams? Why are the episodes only 45 minutes long? <laughs> Where's the spirit of Christmas? I'm your all-American Italian New Mexican cop, Jordan. Prove it or I'll kill you. I'm Sam. What's the name of your birthday? <laughs> What's the date of your favorite teddy bear? <laughs> Um, this week we're talking about Series 9, Episode 7, The Zygon Invasion, written by Peter Harness, and directed by Daniel Medheim. That's correct, Jordan. And you know what today is? Um, not my birthday. Not Christmas. What is today? Hello? Sunday. It is at the time of recording, yes. Sorry, Are you going somewhere with that? Okay. Jordan, let me you tell just... you something. Let me tell you something, mm-hmm, Jordan. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah, this I is gonna tell. be this is gonna be a very special. Uh, episode. This is gonna be a, a sort of a nightcap candlestick <laughs> sort of episode. This is gonna be one of those episodes that's not good. No, just kidding. Oh, It'll okay. be a great episode. I'm saying. Yeah. Do are we are we introducing ourselves again? Yeah. Oh no, we already did that. No, it's op- um, it's Operation Double. We introduce ourselves twice. I'm so confused. I'm not following this bit. Well, neither um, am I, Sam. This episode's cranked, this episode's bonked, and this episode's pilled, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't think it was meant to. I don't think that Peter There's was Zygons like... Zygons at the Mexican border. <laughs> no, because the Zygons are kidnapping children. The is being uh, propped up no. by Zygons. The Zygons are taking the children to the deep underground military bases. <laughs> they're taking They're taking the children out of the... They're taking the... Through these Zygons! Into the down, into God the damn it, tunnels. these Zygons! They're taking our children... <laughs> I can't do I can't do Alex Jones. It hurts my throat too much. How does he do it in real life? Um, no, but they're taking they're shape shifting aliens, taking the children to deep underground tunnel systems. We gotta save our children from the Zygons. I will say one thing right off the bat that I really appreciate. The Zygons, they have a secret village in Termezistan. There's a secret country called Termezistan. <laughs> <laughs> Just learned about it. The globalists built it for Zygons. Um, what I liked about this episode is that it was humbling, uh, because, uh, as an American, um, it was nice to see, uh, another country do an absolutely cracked take on what the United States looks like again. Uh huh. Um, which happens sometimes on Doctor Who, but this was our best, best look at it when they went to New Mexico. We'll talk about it later. Uh-huh. But, uh, I really enjoyed sort of getting the other side of the treatment, mm. uh, where they put a yellow vignette over it and they play like <laughs> banjo music. And uh-huh. then for some reason, there's an Italian flag on the police officer's uniform. It didn't get that. Um, that was very strange. This is a, yeah, this episode's cranked. It's a spaghetti western. Yeah, it's, it's kind of makes my brain feel like spaghetti. Uh, so, so the episode starts with previously on, uh, The Day of the Doctor, which was a great episode. Uh, and I kind of forgot the Zygons were in it. But if you remember, uh, they, uh, the doctors together, 10 and 11, made everyone in the room forget who was a shape-shifting Zygon and who was a human. Yeah, so they had uh, to negotiate a peace treaty without knowing which side they were negotiating for. The peace treaty was, and this was the part that I was really confused about when oh, they the beginning? explore this later in the episode. No, Oh, the entire I mean, premise? Well, the entire premise is that 20 million Zygons uh, peacefully shapeshift into humans and settle on Earth. That's the idea. The yes. problem with that is is that uh, what it really sounds like is that a bunch of uh, strange British people started showing up in towns all over the world uh, without any backstory or pa- – I thought it was going to be like, oh, I'm this guy. Hello. Uh, but it was more like – 
the British like, um, people, the Mexican yeah. war. <laughs> these goddamn, these goddamn British people who have Kyle XY disease. Hello, Governor. I've got no past, present, or future. Well, here's, Here here's my question about this concept. Uh, because we understand that the Zygons, they are shapeshifters, but as far as I know, they don't just change shape. They have to become somebody. Yeah? Right. Yes, and also, in the past, they have done torture to extract information from yeah. people. But now they don't do that. They just show up looking like a British person that you don't know. But is um, is this the idea? Is that they all were... It's like, well, the mothership is in the UK, so they're going to body swap with specific British people, then spread out around the world as these British people. And it's just like, well, probably we're not going to... You know, I like, what, what like... are the odds that they're going to go to New Mexico and someone's going to be like, oh my god, Terry? Terry from feel... London? I just feel like we could have, they could have come up with a better plan. Um, because well. this one felt like it was, because, well, the beginning of this episode is like, is we see, uh, uh, what's her name? Osgood? Yes. Uh, Osgood. from, uh, she's the, uh, scientist girl with a big scarf and, from uh, unit and, uh, inhaler. And Did you, I had forgotten that the reason that she has a big scarf is because she's a doctor fangirl. Well, yeah, and then later we see that she put the question marks on her lapels. Like, yes, and I was very confused about that until I remembered the, the point uh -huh. of her. But there are two Osgoods, because one of them is a Zygon and one of them is a human. And basically they say this plan is bad, and only one Zygon uh, not following the plan. One out of 20 million is enough to make the whole plan go bad. Mm -hmm. um, so the doctor left them a box... That will do something if a nightmare scenario. Yeah, the happens. box doesn't appear in this episode after that first no. mention. Um, I was very curious if I couldn't remember if that was the moment from Day of the Doctor. I don't. Think I don't it was. think so. No. Um, I like the cut to because we're they're like two the both both Osgoods are like talking to a camera in like a secret unit recording, and then we cut forward to one of the Osgoods crying over the other osgood's grave and the grave the headstone my just sister. says my sister she's my sister she's my sister uh but yeah part of the important thing with them is that allegedly it's unclear what they actually understand but we are told that they don't know which one they each are like they There's never a wild thing later and um, i have to ask you because later the doctor is talking to osgood and he's like you're either human or Zygon. You're some kind of hybrid. And I was like, was that on purpose? <sighs> this is the season that ends with Hellbent. I know. But, like, had the hybrid already been introduced? I have the to master, assume so. Did the master tell us about it when they went to heaven? <laughs> I don't know what's going on there when they, when they were <laughs> heaven sent. Anyway, we cut to Osgood... Uh, so yeah, I, I, we don't know what happened to one of the two Osgoods. There was also a, a Zygon, uh, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart. We only see one Kate in this episode, so I assume that one Osgood and one Kate are both dead. But whichever Osgood is still alive is running into a police station. I love this shot because there's combat sound effects in the background and shaky cam, but we don't see literally anything happening it's just her running into a police station. She's scared. And she, uh, yeah, and then she, uh, 
She hide from a Zygon. She hide from a Zygon, and then she like calls. She she puts a call through to the TARDIS and says, "Yeah." Like, the trouble is that she has a TV cell phone, so every mm-hmm. time she touches the screen, it goes. So the Zygon catches her trying to text the Doctor, but she does apparently actually send her message. The Doctor uh, is on the TARDIS playing his electric guitar as as he is. He's shredding it. Amazing Grace for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I didn't really know. Maybe he's playing it in honor of the Fallen Osgood. Maybe he's playing it in honor of Ted Hartrup. Maybe he's playing it in honor of Bill, who he hasn't met yet, but he already knows she's she's fucked. Um, uh, and but yeah, he gets, gets a text from Osgood on the TARDIS console that says, Nightmare Scenario. Uh-oh. Yeah. This episode is, uh, this episode's kind of locked and loaded. Which I hate when, when, when episodes of Doctor, you know what I mean? No, I It's I, all like I people, no it's all people mean. going to military bases and oh. picking up guns and <laughs> yeah. like, and then they're forming squads and one of them is going north and one of them is going south and they're going to do a pincer maneuver. That's like the whole episode. And that's well, one of the reasons why I didn't get Boomtown this was one good, very much. But Boomtown was not locked and loaded. No, but they were, they were doing a pincer maneuver. They did a pincer maneuver, but they weren't like. Tooth and Claw, men. we watched a bunch of uh, rich old fuddy duddies get strapped. Yeah, but they weren't like it wasn't said in modern. This is like no, no. no I'm saying that I'm saying it was bad. I'm agreeing. They weren't with getting. You. They weren't getting tactical with it. <laughs> they were very tactically killing themselves. Um, so, they were very tactically putting an apple in their mouths and then sitting on a tray for a werewolf. The doctor is being a freaked out white man at this uh, at this at this playground, which is a very funny place for him to be freaked up. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like. Um, he sees, there's, uh, two instances, by the way, in this episode where the, uh, the subtitles go crazy and I can't wait to talk about them, but the first one is here. Uh, he calls Clara to try to get a hold of her. She's nowhere to be found. It's not really explained where she is. I guess she's at work. She's um, at work. He's like, well, actually, it's explained exactly where she is. Oh, her she's either on message the tube. says, hi, this is Clara Oswald. I'm probably on the tube or in outer space. And then, uh, the doctor's like, okay, I need you, please, uh, call back. He says he's Dr. Disco. It's funny. Um, Uh and then he starts accosting some, some children and he's like, and he's like, Monster High, Cinderella, referring to their backpacks. I totally Um, missed that. It was a funny thing. I don't believe that the doctor knows what Monster High is, uh, even if the backpack says what it is on it. But, um, the subtitles did say monster, comma, hi, as in hi, monster, <laughs> which is really funny. I um, must not have been looking. That's so good. But, uh, yeah, we, we do kind of get this funny scene where the doctor is being very weird at two children. And I think it's kind of set up to be like, oh, these aren't Zygons. They're just kids. But then they're like, we all want the high come on. I was legitimately fucking trope subverted because I was waiting for the the reveal uh, and the fucking secret life funny piano starts playing. Yeah. Uh, when when like he turns around and sees the actual aliens yeah. that he's trying to talk to, but now that he he was talking to the he aliens. was correct. He was correct. Um. Yeah. We'll 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 talk about that in a second. But first, we got to go to the unit safe house, and and Kate Lethbridge Stewart is here. Um. This is a really good system, and Unit are really competent throughout the episode. Unit uh, has some really big brain moments. Because Kate uh, is like, okay, she's talking to her assistant, whose name is Jack, uh, and she's like, okay, Jack, we need we need to figure out which of the 20 million Zygons on Earth broke the ceasefire. But Jack is like, I'm sorry, ma'am, Osgood had all the data... <laughs> It was just on a big USB drive that she carries around. We have <laughs> why, no way to access did, this why data. Why did Oscar have all the data? We didn't keep it on a computer at unit, maybe, would be a good place to put it. But no, they just gave it to Oscar. It's fine. Um, 
and then uh we see we see the footage of of uh of Oscar being being got by the Zygons. Yeah, we also meet uh unit colonel Walsh who we will see more of later. Uh so Jack uh says uh my iPad Kate it says that iPad. the Zygons have broken our encryption and they've sent us a message truth or consequences. And I'm thinking Okay, I see what's going on here. I the see Zygons, why they're saying those words. Yeah, it's they because they're see- saying, we don't want to live in hiding. We want the truth to be out. And if not, there will be consequences. And then Nobody the show says... Nobody can figure out what it means. And then the show says, nah, it's way no. stupider. What could it possibly mean? This is such a Stephen Moffat-ass thing. Like, there's no reason for th- for there to be any other layer to that. And the other layer is so inconsequential. <laughs> Reminds me of when uh, John Oliver just kept going on and on about the uh, the the Da Vinci Code riddle that is so obvious that the answer is apple, and it's like I am a red fruit that fell from the heavens. Gravity? Do you get it? Red flesh? Apple? It's like truth or consequences. What could it mean? I don't know. We can't. Should we just say code. what it means right now, or should we let the listener ponder? Let the listener ruminate on what it could possibly truth mean. or consequences. What mm. else could that mean besides the obvious thing? Mm. Uh, so we're back at the playground with the doctor um, uh, talking to these these kids, and he's like, "Okay, you can drop the act. I know you're big blobs." Um, well, when he says they're, not... they're the big blobs, he means I know that you are the Zygon leaders, which they are. Yeah, they're in charge. Um, and, uh, you know, you guys aren't betraying the ceasefire. Please tell me who is. Um, and then this is where they are like, this is our jurisdiction, like, yeah. doctor. And they're like, oh, okay. He wasn't, he was, he was being freaked up, but not as freaked up as we maybe initially <laughs> yeah. thought. Uh, he, he gets a call from Kate who says, uh, I don't remember if I said who Kate is. Kate Lethbridge Stewart, for anyone who doesn't remember, she's, she's like the big unit lady. She, she's I think, the is daughter the, or granddaughter yeah. of Brigadier. Brigadier, Brigadier, <laughs> Lethbridge Stewart, who was uh, who was from the classic era. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, Kate says Osgood has been captured. Uh, they the the bad Zygons have the location of every single Zygon on Earth. Suddenly, there's like a weird tentacle smoke grenade on the ground, and the Doctor is like, "Kids, run!" And all the kids run. And the you have uh, you've missed a very important part of this Did scene, I? which is the part where the doctor goes down the slide. Oh, he does go down the slide after. Good them. for him. I love well, actually, it. I say he goes down the slide after them. They just like climb they, down off the no, jungle. No, it's just gym, while he's, he's like, talking to. Yeah, it's before things go crazy. Yeah, he's, he's like, just I will, to them. I will use the slide now. He's trying to connect with them. <laughs> he sits down backwards in a chair and goes down the slide in the chair. <laughs> So yeah, the 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 girls get grabbed by some some uh, some big zygons, um, and then we see this half life combine ass symbol. On it the does wall. look like the half life combine ass symbol. Yeah, and we'll see it a lot more throughout the episode. Um, the doctor is now at the unit safe house. Um, they show him a video on Jack's iPad. Uh, in the video, Osgood is sitting at a table. There's Zygons on both sides of her. She's been captured. The symbol that we just saw is above her. And she reads them a message which says that all enemies of the Zygon race and all unit troops will be destroyed. The war is about to begin. There will be truth or there will be consequences. Okay, and so they're literally saying what Keep they imagining want. what else that could mean. Because they're literally saying their demands right there. Yes. Uh, the doctor calls Clara again. This is like one of the six times we hear her voicemail. We cut um, then to Clara, 
and she she's back at home. I assume that she was at work, and she's climbing up the stairs. She sees 127 missed calls from the doctor. Needy much? Mm-hmm. And then she she listens to this is Doctor Disco, uh, and then she sees a boy crying, and he's like, "Hello, my dad, my mom and dad, they're slime. Uh, help me." Um, actually, he just says they can't. He just says, uh, his, his name parents. is Sandeep, and he says, uh, I can't find my parents. So she says, okay, I'll find them. The door to his apartment is open, so she walks in and looks around, and she is jump-scared by a man who Hello, is obviously a Zygon disguised I'm a as a regular man. man. I'm a regular man. Ignore the child screams. Yeah, he's he's like, what are you doing in here? And she's like, Why sorry, I was just house? looking for Sandeep's parents. And he's like, I'll retrieve him and put him in a bag. I'll kill him. And he goes he goes out to to grab this kid. And then the mom Zygon, like, blocks her in the room. And the dad carries the kid in, and the kid is screaming. Ah! And Clara's like, is oh, well. he okay? And the mom yes. goes, he's fine. This is a normal thing that my child does. Please and then leave. Clara just shrugs and okay. walks outside and calls the doctor. Look, we'll come we back to... to this scene. All is not as it seems. I will say right now, this is in keeping with what we know about Clara, that she's a kid killer. She does. Um, she doesn't consider the safety of the children. She considers that it would be good if there wasn't. If they any. died. <laughs> um I have, I'll have more to say about this scene later. There's more to this scene than we see. I also want to say I think Clara is wearing a cool outfit this episode. I had like no cool... opinion. Um, the one thing I'll say, because again, mm-hmm. we'll come back to the scene. No, I, I, I'll, I'll hold on. No, we I'll have to. We on. have to. We have to. We have to respect the dramatic tension. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, a lot of people uh, really, people... really get like, taken along for the ride when we do this podcast. There are people listening in rapt attention, like. <gasps> What's We're gonna... basically doing like a radio play. That's right. Uh, uh, just a so, really, so... really, 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 really good one. Clara meets up with the doctor at a, at a school, like a junior high school, which is where the uh, Zygon. <laughs> Not a junior high, high school, a junior school. A this junior is where the little school. girls go to school. The junior, high, they're very small junior high students. <laughs> they're um, really uh, advanced. I, th- I was the junior school where the high command is nice uh but yeah this um, is where zygon high command was using uh, as a secret base uh kate explains to the doctor and clara uh that part of the terms of operation double was that the zygons would be allowed to bring their entire hatchery of 20 million zygons onto earth and permanently take the form of the nearest available human beings which, for the record, is about a third of the population of the entire UK. Absolutely bonked. How did that happen? I don't want to, like, sit here and, like, this premise is so wild. But what did they just, like... One in three humans living in the UK was, like, pulled aside. Yeah, hey, can you come here for a second and look at this big tongue? Okay, go back (laughs) about your day, please. Have fun. Just another day in the United Kingdom! What does it mean? How does it work? And then what did did they drive? Did they fly them out? Like how did they get from point A to point B? How did they end up in in uh, old New Mexico? How did this happen? Spaceship. What did they think was gonna happen here? Spaceship. And literally, Oscar is like at the beginning of the episode. If one. If one in 20 million decides they don't like this arrangement. Not even that, not even that, not even that. It's not about the arrangement. It is if a single Zygon, like, 
attacks a single human, the treaty treaty is is off and it's open season for Zygons and humans. This is the worst. This is maybe the worst treaty that's ever happened. It's not. That's not a treaty. That is. Well, this like is a, the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. This yeah, is the thing. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. know which side they were negotiating for, and both sides assumed oh. that they were negotiating for humanity, and they were like, "Let's really fuck shit up. Let's fuck shit up." They were the the. They both thought they both of them thought they were Zygons. So they actually, were both like, I guess this is the thing. I don't know which side is more fucked over by this <laughs> situation. I. Th- I don't know. It kind of sounds like the human humans got the raw deal to me. I don't know. It feels it feels like they did get a very neutral deal in that both sides are really well, not going to like what happened to me. Like um, it kind of it's sort of like me, a classic lose no lose or a classic a no, no win, win situation, situation with a twist with a twist basically to me. Some people will not know what that means. That's okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, there's there's like a, a a radical faction developing within the twenty million Zygons, um, but it's okay. We promise it's fine. It's gonna be fine. There's also a there's also a line here. Oh, I I don't think that we talked about it uh, when they're talking to the little girls or when the doctor mm-hmm. is at the beginning. He says like I think that there's like a radical faction within the Zygons, uh, and they say like. It's it's the younger Zygons. We've got it under control. These damn kids. These damn these kids. Damn, they don't get it. These damn l- kids voting Labor Party. There's also a line here that I had no idea what to make of it, where Kate says, uh, he left us with an impossible situation. And the doctor says, oh, do you think that the two Zygon commanders were helping him? The 10th doctor. The war doctor. Yeah, I have no idea what they were talking about there. Granted, we we are missing context. The pre well, I don't know because the previously on only showed stuff it from only Day, showed of the Day of the Doctor. I don't know, so they but go like surely the... the fate of the Zygon Kate and how one of the Osgoods died that must have been in the show, right? It had to have been. I don't know. Maybe it was so an we, audio drama. Maybe it was a three-minute episode. episode of one of the Kates getting her brains blown out and turning into a tongue. The, one of the Kates just didn't look both ways before crossing. She gets hit by a car. <laughs> gets hit oh, by no. a car and just becomes a big red guy. Becomes no, red she gets, grimace. She gets hit by a car and the other one covers her up with a big blanket before anyone can, before she can either change back or not so no one will ever know who the real one was they're red grimace um, though right they're big tongues they're big tongues another thing i red enjoyed uh, the other thing i enjoyed about this episode is that no one is able to accurately describe the zygons because uh, some people call them blobs some people call them reptiles which is incredibly incorrect that one was weird like <laughs> that is the it's last not thing that would come scale to, mind to be seen they look like they look like they look like hyper-realistic Patrick Star. They basically look like a big iguana, but red and shaped like Grimace. <laughs> it's kind of like if Grimace grew te- little suckers, but like, why are those suckers there, by the way? where What do they do with those? Because they only so, are, like, along the border of their head. So, like, what do they do with them? Suck. They use them for sex. Yeah. Um... So they Kate, go, the by the way, mentions that uh, the two mm-hmm. Zygon commanders have been very uncommunicative since Osgood disappeared. And we'll get more on her disappearance later. So we go into the command control room where there's this big um, organic bio. It looks like a mind like flayer a, computer. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and he calls it a control does... polyp and it's wet. 
and it's the doctor a does imply that, that he's like uh, had sex with the zygon yes, when okay, he was younger. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, uh, he uh, uh. he starts touching it, and Clara is like grossed out, and she's like, "Do you want to be alone with the computer?" And he's like, "It's a command computer. You activate it by titivating the fronds." And she says, "You look like you're enjoying it." And he says, "Well, I snogged a zygon once." Old this habits. Is, and then the computer literally moans in pleasure. This is my favorite thing, because whenever he says, like, once back in the day, I, I mean, I guess it could have been Tenet, and it could have been no, Smith, no. and it could have been Eccles, Eckleman. No, but it Jordan. was like, which of the old man? No, Jordan. <laughs> huh. That was in Day of the Doctor. When? It Who? was the Zygon that was disguised as the Queen. What? Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. I was thinking, like, whenever, but, but yes, whenever the doctor's like, I, I got my dick wet that one time. I'm always like, which, which old man? It's always sexual, isn't it? He's always like, yeah, I, I boned a fish one time. (laughs) Usually you debone a fish, but I boned the fish, and it was when I looked like the second doctor. Boy, did the, boy, did the chef that I was helping out look at me weird that day. Every time, every time we go to watch one of these classic episodes, specifically with the William Hartnell era, and he's like, I, I'm your grandpa, I'm like, this guy fucked. We know (laughs) this guy fucked. Oh we yeah, this... no. one time, and then Susan was bored, and then we later know, no, he fucked a lot. We know this guy like snuck out of the Time Lord Academy and like had sex with the president's daughter and stole a moon. Oh, that's this right. guy did. This guy did. It had to have been this guy. There's no other guy it could have been. Yeah, he loves it, right? And that was when he stole the TARDIS. So like when he did that, he was an old man. That's I don't what he think that like. that was. I don't think that that was when he stole the TARDIS. I don't think they said anything to suggest that. In season one, with the that first that was doctor? when he broke out of the the cloister. There's no other doctor it could have been. Well, actually, we, I mean, we don't know that he's the Hartnell first doctor. His first form. He's called the first doctor. He's the first doctor, but is he God, the first version of Sigma Twelve? That is absolutely Theta Sigma. That is absolutely some bullshit they could do later. Is they could have like the teen doctor, and he's zero, Doctor Zero, and he's sexy and and he and he's like cool. And we do know drugs. that they age because we saw a digitally de-aged John Hurt. No, actually what happened is that de-aged John Hurt got killed in action and he came back, he regenerated as old John Hurt. And that was <laughs> the, the other war-, war doctor. Because the original war doctor was the one who used guns and then the old war doctor was the one who was unarmed and he kills you with and his bare hands. And that's the last thing. <laughs> 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 he kills you in the, in the same way as the, as the Jordan, sixth doctor. Jordan, I don't think I like Doctor Who very much. <laughs> the first thing, I think about that quote all the time now. The first thing you notice about the Doctor of War is that he's the unarmed. And for many, it's also the last. The Bat of Gotham. <laughs> he snaps your neck and he bites your head off. because Anyway, he's titillating the glands and yeah. the computer is moaning and groaning. He's uh, thinking back to when he was William Hartnell. We learn that the Osgoods had what they call a live link, which made them... If it, effectively, there was no way of knowing, even for them, which one of them was which. Uh, Kate's assistant, uh, Jack, says that the surviving Osgood, when the other one died, went mad with grief and disappeared to the U.S., and that's where she was captured. Uh, we get another video with the little girls. Uh, we learn that their names are Jemima and Claudette, and it's Doctor Who, so you know that we're learning their names because they're about to get blown the fuck up. I, and they there's get blown the thing the about up. this. The thing I, I love about this scene is that you see the little girls being held by the, like, the radical Zygons, and then they have to go Zygon mode before exactly, they yeah. get blasted. 
because they can't show two children die. Right. Even if we, right. So they, they're like, okay, this is their big tongues. Okay. See? Okay. Now we kill them. Also, when you kill a Zygon or when a Zygon kills you, you turn into, uh, like electric hair. You turn into a pile of steel wool that is sparking. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I don't quite understand... I don't know if we knew this uh, in Day of the Doctor. I don't think I fully understand how uh, Force Lightning fits in with the Zygon premise, but they have Force Lightning. Just they have like, Force Lightning, that, just like the Master does. The monks. And the monks, and the... Uh, when does the and- Master have Force Lightning? In fucking Hungry Hamburger. Oh my god, he does have force lightning. They Steven. Steven. I guess I guess Hungry Hamburger was a, that was was not a rusty Steven. episode. It's okay, Steven needs to hear this. <laughs> the very hungry hamburger part one. I know that episode is not called that, but it is to me it's it's called Hungry Hamburger. Why would the hamburger be hungry? <laughs> you know he's hungry for hamburgers. In a world where hamburgers get hungry. One man. So, so uh, the doctor's like, okay, they've killed Eye Command. We need to negotiate with these Igons. And then Kate says, no, we're going to drone strike them. Yeah, we're going to bomb their settlement in Termezistan. I'll, I'll okay. give the order to Colonel Walsh from earlier. Uh, but the doctor says, and here's here's the thing, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you picked up on this. I'm embarrassed mm. to say that I didn't because I'm very what? bad at casting my mind back to past years. This was 2016. Uh, Mm -hmm. and remembering what was going on at the time. This episode is about ISIS, it thinks. This episode is about... (laughs) This episode is about what if you uh, put 20 million people and some of them were at ISIS in your society. and the doctor's like, if you bomb them, like, this is a splinter group, all you'll do is radicalize everyone that you don't bomb, and you're just gonna make things worse. Prime Minister. I really enjoyed the fact that when this episode introduced bombing and killing, um, they this was the moment, uh, not from the end of time, but this was a moment wherein they decided the unit has Americans on it. <laughs> Did you notice? Did you notice the drone strike operator was like this inexplicably American unit member? They're like, it, we can't, sh- we can't show British people doing this. It completely went over my head at the time, but yeah, I, I did realize it later. This is that we learned the unit is like a bilateral force. It's joint operated United States and uh, United Kingdom troops. Cause there's one that's like mom, my, mother what's my favorite teddy bear well unit Um, their name is actually sort of a merger of both countries it stands for united states in it god damn um so yeah they uh this is where oh and then clara says something this is like some brenda hampton secret life ass dialogue to me where where clara's like oh didn't you know there's a town in new mexico called truth and consequences they named it renamed it after a tv show for a contest or something this is so absolute it's absolutely inexplicable that is, that is this, ripped from the secret life of the american teenager there is no reason in this episode this does nothing for anybody least of all me why does truth or consequences turn out to be an incredibly plot-significant but also completely plot-irrelevant town in New Mexico. And then Clara's like, I used to memorize Trivial Pursuit questions so I could win. This is my explanation for how I know this. I mean, to be fair, that is, like, how trivia works. We'll come back to that You know on Jeopardy when the people are answering all the questions right, and then the host is like, hey, 
How do you know that? that? We need to see Clara go on the chase. I want to see how she does against Paul Sinha. Um, and then Kate uh, is like, ah, that's where Osgood sent her last transmission from. And then Doctor says, all right, we're getting tactical. We're getting locked and loaded. Pause. Yeah. Clara says that the town apparently lost a bet and had Once to again, rename itself Truth or this Consequences. Is, this is Brenda Pill. This after is like, a TV show. This is this is everybody knows that Bologna is famous for oral sex. This is that's this a reality peppers. game show where you are hooked up to a lie detector and if you lie they kill you? Like what in the world is the TV show Truth or Consequences? <laughs> There is apparently a city in New Mexico called Truth or Consequences. And no, it was cho- no. Wh- and it, are you? And it was. And it was. Is this true? Re- and, uh, yes. It says in 1950, uh, it was renamed after the uh, the radio show Truth or Consequences. No fucking way. There's no way. I'm Look looking it up. it up. Look it up. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it was the setting for the Doctor Who I- episode. <laughs> oh my god, Truth or Consequences, often abbreviated as TRC, is a city in the U.S. state of New Mexico, the county seat of Sierra County. What? I I truly never imagined that that was true for even a second. It was the truth or That's consequences. That's so weird. Okay, well, hey Steven, I'm sorry, you tricked and trolled me, my bad. So wait, it, says, what, it was a radio show? It says uh, he would air... The, the host of Truth or Consequences announced that he would air the program on its 10th anniversary from the first town that renamed itself after the show. The first, what yeah, first wild, of many, I'm sure. What a wild thing to, to make a, t- to do. Uh, anyway, there's a big, uh, there's a big to do about it. There was a beauty contest, a parade, a stage show, and now they sell, every year they celebrate the day that a guy did a radio broadcast from their town. That is so bananas. I, I, I am okay. All right. Well, so they all get locked and loaded. The doctor says we're going to do a global. This episode is over. We're going to do a global pincer maneuver. I'll go to Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Now the you're going to tell me Turkmenistan is real. Yeah, it's, it na- renamed itself after a fake sounding country. Um, <laughs> and then because the they doctor, wanted that. the doctor and Kate are going to go to Turkmenistan. Um, no, Kate's gonna go to Truth or Consequences. He's gonna go to Termezistan and uh, can I Jack? It, yeah, can and I Jack tell and Claire. Uh huh. I I just searched for Termezistan to make sure that it's not real, oh and something God. came up, and I was like, "Oh no!" But it was just it was just correcting. Doctor, Did you mean Turkmenistan? Turkmenistan. Yeah. Thank God. And then Terrifying uh, the moment. D- okay, so he's gonna go to Termezistan. Kate's gonna go to Truth or Consequences, and then uh, Jack and Clara are gonna stay and get locked and loaded and protect the country from scary monsters and the Zygons. And the Zygons. Who's Jordan. the real scary monster? Yeah. Did you know that the Doctor was the president of the world? Well, I knew that he was the president-elect of the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. Um, but his political aspirations have grown because he apparently at some point became the president of the world, which I'm assuming was just like a funny, like, I'll help you out, you did, if you let me be the president of the whole world. Oh, maybe. I refuse to believe that, like, there are humans on Earth who are like, ah, Mr. President, I think this is just a doctor being wacky thing. You're but probably right. But he has, he plane. does have a plane. Um, and then, uh, we learn, uh, so the doctor gets on his plane to go to Turbazistan, real country. And then Clara is like, hey, how many guys does unit have? And she says, we can't recruit from the army because we're secret. And Clara says, that's not a very well, good. Yeah, what good. Kate is saying is sometimes they can 
like bring in actual people from the British army. But, but not th- right a now. mission like this is way too secretive. So, and then, so in other words, the most important critical missions are the ones where we have the least staff. And they all are absolutely incompetent. Absolutely useless clowns. <laughs> um, and then now we this find is, out... This yeah. is, you know, the, the classic era reference alarm is screaming in my Steven, ear. Steven's like, I need to remind viewers of an episode they never saw because the audience is, is too young to remember it. But well, I think, like, I think the real issue here is that anyone who does remember that would be yelling at the TV and throwing Why aren't things. they using the Zygon killing gas? Yeah, that was invented we, we in the hear 1970s. about a previous Saigon invasion in the 70s or 80s. I, maybe that's a reference to the unit. I know there's like a unit time conflict, whatever. I don't care. Uh, but yes, a scientist developed a gas called Z67 that makes Zygons turn inside Die. out. I assume this is a Colin Baker episode. <laughs> <laughs> we see all their organs fall out and they turn into blood paste. Uh, unfortunately, Just the, one the, whiff of that fog <laughs> inside out, <laughs> and then we find out the doctor took it, so we can't use the Zygon killing gas. So shut the fuck up, viewers. I assume that he took it to get rid of it, and not took it to get strapped. <laughs> He's getting locked and loaded. Uh, Clara is like, okay, can we go to my... She says, I need to get some things, and it's never elaborated on what she's getting. Presumably, oh, get Zygon killing. I mean. Quick cue. Mm-hmm. Is this what they were talking about in the mind of evil? Because there was a thing about no. unit having a nerve gas that they were no. trying to dispose of. No, no, no okay. way, no way. I'm trying to connect the dots. I'm sorry. So they go, anyway, Clara the master says, was in that, and to... he was dressed as a repairman, and he took his face off, and it was awesome. He always takes his Scooby Doo mask off. Clara's like, I need to go back to my apartment to get some things, presumably things that will help her kill Zygons. Where it's never elaborated. I have to on. get my <laughs> my big Z sixty seven grenade launcher. <laughs> they go to the apartment building, and they see Sandeep's parents dragging a Sandeep sized bag a into the elevator. Screaming Sandeep sized Sandeep sounding bag into an elevator, and he says. He says, help, help, the pedophilic cabal is taking me to the deep underground military base. The old people are real. They're taking me to the pizza shop. So they uh, they run downstairs to try to catch the elevator at the bottom, and it opens, and it's empty. Oh my but god. But then, these, Jordan. It's, it's gooing up. We are so fucking back. We're back. It's goo time. If there's this a is hilarious secret... because they get in the elevator and they look at the control panel, and there's just slime slopping out of it. And then Clara goes to open up the control panel, and there's a secret slime button that only the Zygons might know about. And and uh, Jack is like, don't touch that. And Clara touches it, and it takes them down to the secret tunnels um, where... The- I love this. You know, we've talked before on this podcast, uh, I think especially on the Classic Era episodes, about spaceship acting. Mm-hmm. When they, when Clara stroke that polyp and the elevator starts plummeting into the deep, it is like shaking and the lights are flashing and the camera's going nuts as Clara and Jack are standing perfectly still. <laughs> Whoa! They, go, they, they didn't have the budget up, for acting in that scene. We see the elevator just goes down into a tunnel mm-hmm. um, and with like the elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. And they get out and they see Sandeep's parents dragging when the Sandeep When did they build size. this tunnel, Jordan? Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I assume this is like an, an unused train station or something. But 
Uh, we learned that these tunnels are like all over the UK and in Termezistan. Sam, Sam, the Zygons is, in the past year have like this is no, this is just where the cabal takes the kids. We're already, we've already talked about it. This episode's pilled as fuck. <laughs> they they see the they parents like dragging Sandeep away, the, and there's a bunch of other human Zygons with flashlights. So they're like, okay, we'll come back that, like, with reinforcements. When they were when they were making their treaty. Unit was like, well, we do have the like child kidnapping tunnels you guys could use, and they're like, deal. <laughs> uh, we go to Termezistan uh, to the unit base. <laughs> this is where... the part where where they first of all, Doctor calls himself Doctor Funkenstein. Yeah, Very I didn't cool. care for that. And then this is the part where we get to see the American drone operator. Like, oh yeah, here we go, gonna kill some some civilians. And the doctor's like, can you no. please not blow up Osgood? And they're like, well, we'll 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 do it. You gotta break a couple eggs to make an omelet. Uh-huh. And then, um, as the drone operator, the Walsh is like, kill the fucking kids. And then the drone operator's like, okay, here we go, blowing up another village. And then, uh, her family comes out and waves at this her from so the drone. This is so stupid because what we will learn is that the Zygons always have two units standing guard at the front. And in this case, Seemingly by pure chance. Yeah, how do they know that the unit family members are? How do they know that? Uh, that's is the thing. That, that's what I don't know is how. Yeah, how did they, they know the that the of... unit drone operator that day? They'd be like, well, let's take the form of her. Also, mm-hmm. I'm still confused about did they have to like kidnap and duplicate Actually, this woman's no, husband and son? Because um, we learn later that they don't need to do that anymore. Remember, Osgood says that? But... They don't need to kidnap people to turn into them anymore. But, like, what does that mean in terms of, like... They know what, what the drones drone strike operator's uh, family looks like. So they just, somehow. like, hacked the unit database, looked up her, like, personnel file... And said, okay, let's be her husband and son. Is it's actually, what... a, it's sort of an observer effect. It's whatever the observer, it's no. like, if it's like, Shut it's up. like whatever is going to make the observer most sad. Oh my oh. God, it's my childhood dog. <laughs> they're they're probably, Stephen Moffat probably did make something like that, but it's not this. <laughs> and also they slide around for some reason. Oh man, I miss the sliders. So she sees two Zygons who look like her family and she's like, oh, I, can't I, can't it, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Which, look, I I mean, look, I'm not saying that she should do the drone strike, but, I like... I think she should do the drone... No, I'm saying she should have done the drone strike. This could not be more obviously why are Zygons. My, why are my family smiling and waving at me in Termezistan? Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, mommy's piloting the drone, wave to mommy! <laughs> I forgot my husband and son were on Termezistan vacation! <laughs> God damn it! Well, she's um, one of the locals. They didn't mention it, but Termezistan okay. is actually in Kansas. We're now in my favorite part of the episode, which is our our visit our visit to beautiful truth or consequences. Now, yellow vignette, twangy, yeah, guitar, piss filter, and I somebody, don't think that somebody on think the that on the, the VFX team heard that this scene was in New Mexico, New Mexico? and they were like Mexico, Mexico, Got it. yeah. They, I don't think the people, the good folks who make Doctor Who, did the research on what New Mexico looks like, but it does not look like Mexico. It, 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 but we are in Mexico. Um, we're in Mexico, but there's posters for diners and coffee and uh-huh. jazz everywhere. And, uh, there's a diner on every corner. We love it here. And then, uh, and then 
We see there's Kate. there's a voting box on every corner. There's a voting box on every corner, and uh, and Kate, there's nobody, to, there's no one to be found in in Beautiful Truth or Consequences. So I'm so, so mad that that's real. Kate goes to the Policia station. It's the one um, that uh, Osgood was running into earlier. <laughs> oh, there's a tumbleweed, but I think the tumbleweed should have been a big electric pile of hair rolling by, <laughs> foreshadowing. So she goes into La Policia. Um, and, and we, we should note first that there, there's a sign on the wall on a building that says no dogs. And someone has also written with a marker, no British, no British, right. They hate, which again, very American. We do feel like that here. Also the, the Zygon combine symbol is all over the walls everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so she goes into the policia station that Osgood was in earlier and it's all, it's all, um, it's all a mess. And there's signs all over that are like dead murders. Here are the murders of the day. And they're all British people. And then we get the realest American, just like good old America I've ever met. And, and I can't stress enough. She is wearing on her uniform, the Italian flag. I swear to God. I didn't catch that. I need to, I need to prove, but I can't take screenshots because of hardware acceleration, but I, let me just make sure it's green, white, and red. Or is it red, white, and green? Which one's the flag? Those are the same three colors. No, no, it is. She's wearing the Italian flag on her uniform. Well, her name is Nordlander, which is a classic Italian name. Because I was thinking it was like, oh, is it the Mexican, is it the flag of Mexico? What is it? The New Mexico flag doesn't look like that. New Mexico has a, has a cool looking flag. They do. I agree. I'm glad you said it. But she is wearing what looks to be the flag of Mexico, but without the like the 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 like the coat of arms the in the middle. In the so she's just wearing the flag of Italy on her police. I don't understand. How did nobody Mama say mia. anything? Yeah, she's like, I'm just celebrating my Italian heritage today. What did you Hello think of her there. American accent? Oh, it was really good. She was doing her best. It was, she tried. I um, trolled you, Jordan. That's an American actress. No way. Really? She is from Pennsylvania. I feel like a clown. <laughs> I saw you post about the accent on Discord, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, you're really ready to get me." I have phantom bad American. I was like, "I was like, wow, we're constantly." You heard what you wanted to hear. I really did. That's amazing. But uh, but it doesn't change the fact that this is this is really good. What New Mexico looks like? Yeah, yeah. I only say that because I live in a state that's basically also New Mexico. <laughs> So I'm allowed to to be. Uh, I mean, I've never been to New Mexico. I don't know if Arizona is that similar. I've seen Breaking. I've seen. I've watched every season of Breaking Bad. So I'm pretty and much you've an lived expert every in, season of Breaking Bad. Just I've, another day in the life of someone from Arizona. I know about the very badass and cool and epic and admirable character of Walter White. So I can be the judge of what New Mexico looks like. Mm-hmm. Also, there's flying diners. <laughs> And an astronaut walking around. We'll, 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 hey, we'll learn more about the astronaut later. Remember that? Do you remember the astronaut? You remember Lake Silencio? I have no idea that? what you're talking about. Oh, it was, it was in Let's Kill Hitler. No. Lake Silencio, Utah. The astronaut? There was an astronaut we saw it in a previously on. What? I have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay. We'll, oh, well, we'll, get we'll see eventually. it eventually. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's like, uh, yeah, the police officer pulls her gun on Kate is the important that's, thing. That's, okay, that's authentic for America. <laughs> they got that one detail. You British? 
<laughs> we, hate, we hate British people so much here. Get we're out of here, preju- red coat. We're, we're, <laughs> I remember when Donald Trump was like, we can't let the British people come into our country anymore. Um, but yeah, so... We go back uh, to Colonel Walsh, and she's talking to the doctor. She says uh, the that that place is a Zygon training camp. There's always two people standing outside, but they're always different looking, so we don't know how many Zygons there really are. We never see them coming or going, so we're assuming there's tunnels. Uh, there must she be says, a God, I wish wide. we had the killing gas. And <laughs> the, doctor, the doctor's like, let's not us. be paranoid. And she's like, why would we not be paranoid about the shape-shifting aliens? <laughs> Which is a fair point. Um, we are once again getting locked the fuck and loaded um, with back in the UK at the, at the safe house. Um, this is another scene where I'm like, wow, unit are really, really bad. <laughs> because yeah. Jack is like, okay, Clara, we've been getting reports. We've, into, yeah. we've been getting reports over the past year or so about weird stuff happening uh, in on CCT, CCTV cameras in elevators around the country. And I've gathered all the footage, and it's always the same. People drag in a sack, the lights flicker and turn off. And when the lights come back on, the elevator is empty. How is and Unit this the has first been time... receiving reports yeah. about this for a year now, and, and only just now we're like, hmm. we should probably look into this, huh? Well, the thing about Unit is that they are usually the people who are dragging you into an elevator and making you disappear. <laughs> so they thought that was those were their own operatives. They exist to fight aliens, and they've been getting these reports uh, over aliens. the past year. They're like, well, I don't know. Also, I can't stress enough that they know about the Zygons. Yep. Because they put them there. Yep. So why don't they know about the Zygons? Also, also, this is just, I, I don't know if this has occurred to me before. Isn't it kind of weird that we have Unit and Torchwood? Why did they we add Torchwood, Torchwood when Unit already existed? Torchwood doesn't exist anymore. Also, Torchwood was created independently of Unit because Torchwood was created by Queen Victoria to be epic and kill aliens. But we, I assume that Unit was founded after Torchwood. So why did they found Unit when they already had Torchwood? Because, because Torchwood was written by other people in a different era. But like, didn't Rusty think about the fact that he was creating an organization think, that made no, it because, weird that there was another organization that already existed? I think, I think in the show's lore, Torchwood is a lot more fucked uh, than Unit is because Torchwood is like we are going going to to use alien technology to expand the british empire and protect colonial interests uh-huh whereas unit is like what if cops could shoot aliens <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen bright i've heard it's good <laughs> sure it's really good i thought bright was like what if cops would shoot ogres and stuff oh that's right they're, they're fantasy is... people not sci-fi people anyway bright is uh, what if we did what if we did artemis foul but even stupider <laughs> So, uh, the New Mexico cop, uh, who, I don't remember if they say her name. The wiki says that her name is Nordlander, um, a classic Italian-American name. Uh, she's calmed down, uh, she starts expositing to Kate. She says, two years ago, the Brits arrived. They all just showed up, they had no money, they had no possessions, they were all kind of weird, uh... We we welcomed them into our they, we welcomed them into our town kind of begrudgingly and everything was okay for a little bit but they started getting into fights with people and then people started murdering them. I have to assume I've been watching um I've been watching Twin Peaks for the first time lately and uh, I think that maybe the reason that Twin Peaks is like that I haven't finished the show um I think maybe they're all Zygons uh because okay. everybody into it yeah I mean have you ever seen Twin Peaks 
Uh, I've seen like four episodes. The Twin Peaks is very, I mean, it's it's very strange, uh, like by design, but like the, all the characters are very, very odd people. And then like, you'll be watching an episode and there'll be like a barbershop quartet in the background, like singing softly. And uh-huh. that's just like the setting. Um, so the idea to me of like, what would happen if a, if like a hundred weird, strange British people showed up and just settled in your town? Mm-hmm. And also, we learned that I always assumed that the Zygons were like master, like impersonators that they would like blend in just fine. Uh, but well, apparently, this is this is the thing though: is they're impersonating British people. Here's my question. Here's I have a really good idea. I have a really good idea. I have a really good idea. So. Okay, to, to say th- the actual thing, these are like Zygon children. So they, they like don't get, they haven't been trained. Is the So is maybe the first idea. of all, they should have trained them in their training camps. Now, second like, of all, if only there were places around the world where an influx of British people would not raise alarm or suspicion, like maybe Australia, maybe South Africa. Well, maybe well, Jordan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god, we completely we didn't talk about it. Hmm? Oh my god, I how did I forget to talk about this? The scene where the doctor is fondling the computer and doing gross things to it. It like pulls up these reports on what happens to the Zygons. How did I completely miss this? Oh my god. The Zygons there's a report on the Zygon computer which is that the Zygons took human forms and dispersed across the planet. And they went to the Mexican border. They went to Australia. They went to North Africa. Like, this episode... This is what I was talking about earlier. How did I forget to talk about this? This episode is suggesting that all of the migrant crises around right, the world... Zygons. ...were... We're largely because there were Zygons trying to find places this to live. This was what I was going to say about this episode, is that, that you were saying ISIS, and I was thinking watching this, that is like, is this supposed to be like a metaphor for immigration? But also, very good, like, very good, um, you know, allegory if you're like, also the immigrants will form ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, you didn't... <sighs> I, I get that, like, this is a thing that sci-fi is good at, is taking concepts and doing allegories and stuff. Also, It's I would... so strange to be like, let's do an allegory for migrant crises, but in the also, process, we're gonna implying it... that the real ones that are actually happening are happening, not because there are, like, things that people are fleeing as refugees from and seeking asylum, but because they are psychos. Also... Um, let's create a story about a migrant crisis and we'll call it the invasion. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you know the thing that right-wingers say about, uh, the people who are coming to the United States from Mexico? What if not only was all of that true, but also they were aliens who could kill you with lightning powers? <laughs> also, they're all white and British. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the, that's the really confusing thing, is like, like, they even have, they have, like, an image, I... I really don't know how I forgot to talk about this at the time. They're, like, showing images of, like, sort of blurry, out-of-focus shots of, like, big, big lines of people, like, walking to the border and stuff. And it's like, yeah, and they're all white British people. I mean, we're assuming they're white. There's no reason for us to assume that. They're British people. I have to assume, I haven't seen it, but I have to assume this is what Us is about. (laughs) 
I'm going to assume that it's not. I'm pretty sure that Us is about the Zygon invasion. I'm sure that people who have seen that movie and really like it are like, they're like throwing darts at a picture of me right now, um, as they always are. Right. Uh, anyway, you don't you don't just suddenly start throwing darts at a picture. You throw darts at a picture that you already have on a dartboard. Mm-hmm. Just like ah, I should I should take a couple shots right now. Okay, we are uh, we are back at, at in Termenes. Was it the real one? Wait, we didn't actually finish talking about the. Uh, oh the yeah, yeah, scene. yeah. They started killing uh, the British people who are actually Zygons, and then um, one day there was like a car accident, right? Um, that, that story comes later, but the, later, the thing that we right. learn here is that one day, uh, the, the British immigrants all sort of started banding together and then right. one of them turned into a monster and they started attacking this and is where, was like, I don't know who's who. This is where the Italian American police officer says, uh, it turned into a reptile. And I said, no, the fuck it didn't. And then maybe, <laughs> so maybe there might be a second shape shifting alien race. That's also invading the earth that we don't know about. I'm not maybe sure. it's uh Madame Vastra just happens maybe to be that's, passing through town. Maybe that's just the, the friendly neighborhood reptoids that have already, have, have always been. <laughs> that also exists. Yeah. They built the tunnels and they're working together with the Zygons. Wait a minute. Co-written by David Icke. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no wonder this episode's so bonked. Um, and then, so, uh, the, yeah, yeah. We, we're back in Termezistan. The doctor goes with the unit troops to the Zygon village. Uh, Colonel Walsh says that they have 30 minutes before they airstrike the place. I don't um, know why that's a plot point, but there you go. The doctor is going to look for for Osgood while the unit soldiers keep uh, the Zygons bu- busy and kill some of them, probably. He says uh, kill is... as few of them as possible, but he's like, you know what? I'm not holding the gun. I wash my hands of this. Um, this is my favorite part. Th- th- there's no fucking way this actor is American. I refuse to believe it. So the soldier, this is the dumbest scene in the episode. Um, and one of the dumber scenes we've seen on Doctor Who. Uh, but this, this I think soldier, this guy, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead. He also is an American. I refuse to believe it, but he shoots his gun in the air. I wasn't even paying attention to his accent. He's like, come out now, guys. And then, uh, and then. Governor, he- I mean, aliens. <laughs> I just couldn't get over how, like, bad the acting was of this guy in the scene. I couldn't get over how bad the writing was of this guy. Yeah, the writing and the acting. So, so they're all pointing their guns at the church, and then, uh, the good old American unit boy's mom, his name is Johnny, by the way, which is just like, I don't know, I just... Yeah, every, every, every guy with a gun is named Johnny. Johnny. Uh, and she comes out, and everyone's like, don't fall, don't fall for it, that's not your mom, and... And then, and okay, Walsh radios him. She and the doctor are like hiding around the corner, trying to like sneak in through the other door while the Zygons are distracted. Ask her a question that only your mom would know. And he's like, Mom, what's my birthday? And And she says, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, What's my teddy bear's name from when I was little? And she's like, I don't know. I can't, I love that it's like, it's like, she didn't know your birthday. Look, mom. maybe this woman was an alcoholic when he was a kid. However, I think, look. I think they all deserved what they got. Look. I'm gonna say it. Here, here, let me, let me script doctor this. Doctor script. Yeah, that's his other funny name. Mm-hmm. We already know that the Zygons, when they become somebody, they eat their memories and know their past. I don't know that! What's I'm that? not sure. About, I'm not sure about that. No, that was in Day of the Doctor. But then, why are they doing this? 
Why well, here's, doesn't she here's, know? Here's my thing, because I think that this is very stupidly written. Here's my script doctor. Colonel Walsh says, ask it a question only your mom would know the answer to. He asks it the question. It answers the question correctly because it knows the answer. And then the doctor tries to tell them, no, 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 that doesn't prove anything. But he's already following her inside. And then they like hear his scream. Scene fixed. Because but this episode I, does something very strange, which is that a lot of such a strange. huge part of the fear and paranoia of these aliens is that they know the lives and personalities of the people that they become. That's, like, why it's so freaky and, and like, difficult to deal with, because they might know everything that you expect them to know. But they just drop that plot that, point from the Zygons I completely. I don't... I don't know if they do because I thought that the whole point was that these are like baby younger Zygons who aren't properly Zygoned or something. If that's true, then it's just a complete gigantic inconsistency that it like if that inconsistency is intentional, it makes the Zygons worse. So yeah, I, I would dumb. also correct that shit. So all of the unit soldiers, their favorite family members come out of the church and are like, hey, guys, come in here. It'll be really cool. And then they all lower their guns and are crying. Yeah, and the mom is like, please, Johnny, don't kill me just because I can't remember. And and she says, like, we have proof. The Zygons took us hostage. We have proof inside. Come with us. And he and Johnny's like, I know that you're not my mom. And she's like, Johnny, don't kill me. I love you. It's okay. I forgive you. Do what you have to do. And he's crying and he lowers his gun and he says, okay, show us this proof. Let's get in. Let's get inside. And Walsh is screaming at him over the radio, like, "Don't go in there, Johnny! Don't go in there, Johnny!" And he just follows the aliens in, and they go into the building. And I'll, I'll come back. I'll take a step back in a minute. But they go into the building about three seconds after all the unit troops go inside, and they find immediate piles of sparking steel wool on the floor. They are killed. Immediately. immediately to the also, point that yeah it raises the question of why didn't where, the zygons just kill them on the front doorstep yeah, anyway the, also where did the zygons go but yeah look i know i know that it would be hard for johnny to shoot someone who looks like his mom but when you start asking questions prove that you're not a shapeshifter and she goes no johnny um I also really at least like in this, the foot. At least in the foot. This bad editing moment to me, um, where after the unit guys run inside and Walsh is like, "No," uh, she starts sh- shooting the wall. It yes. looks like she, I guess she's like shooting a door open, but we yes. don't see like like she shoots a wall and then we just cut to them inside the building. And yes, this is a, this is another it. thing uh, similar to the elevator where they didn't pretend to be shaking. Similar to Osgood running into the police station when nothing is happening except camera shake. This just felt like a moment where they were like, "We just don't quite have the budget for what we want to really show funny right now." Because I've talked about a lot about I think a big problem with Doctor Who and its modern era and like especially in the backpack era is that the show got too much money to make episodes um and i feel like here they are doing they're doing trying to do chibnall level storytelling and i I don't want to say that because that sounds like the storytelling it's like chibnall production Uh with with like rusty budget (laughs) 
Like it doesn't. Like, work. They don't have their 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 ideas are too ambitious. They're too because, locked and loaded this week. Yeah, what we see is that she just turns and shoots something off screen, and then it like cuts to them inside. And it's like it's like a radio play. I can't believe you shot the door off its hinges. Right, and we have to assume that she she like shot the lock open or whatever. Just have her kick a door open. <laughs> too much. Too <laughs> you know? hard. Like, can't do it. If you if you for whatever reason like can't show what she's doing, then have her do something else, you fucking idiots. So they go into the command center and they find all the unit soldiers dead. And we know the unit has a very small amount. This is everybody. That's yeah, they're all out. They're all out. Um, except for the ones that are marching later. Uh, and then uh, they have like 10 minutes before they get bombed by the crying uh, drone operator. I don't I understand this, that Walsh, who is in the Zygon village keeps like giving the doctor less and less time before they blow it up. Did they uh did they just like switch to a different drone operator by the way or or I are they giving so. her 30 minutes to clear her conscience? <laughs> I, um, I assume it's a different drone operator who doesn't give a shit. And the doctor finds the Hey because you know what? Hey because uh-huh. you know what? Hey because you know what? Hey because yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes uh-huh. to drone operators, you know what those people have? A conscience. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Empathy. definitely. Yeah, I mean, they just found the one who hates his family. I hope I get to blow my parents up with a big bomb. So, um, the doctor... They find a trapdoor with Osgood at the bottom. Uh, Colonel Walsh is gone. I don't think we see her again for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. The doctor finds Osgood. Uh, she's chained up underground. Uh, she says the Zygons, this was all to, like, lure them out of the UK, and now... They are fleeing through the tunnels back to the UK. Where is Termezistan? It's it's right next to London. <laughs> after the uh, after they Termezistan out, is a is a borough of London. After they cleared out the forest and in the forest of the night, Termezistan was just there, just like right there. So the doctor is like, okay, Clara is in the UK, so that's something. And then they turn around and there's a Zygon standing right there and it goes. And then I thought he died because the bomb ha- the bombs happen and yeah. he gets crushed by rocks. But then at some point they just like put him in the Hannibal Lecter uh, like uh, dolly. He just gets clonked. I do want to talk about the fact that Colonel Walsh is absolutely trying to kill the doctor because she's like, you've got 10 minutes. And then about 45 seconds later, she starts the bombing while he's still in there. And he just kind of is like, huh, 40, uh, 10, 10 minutes is a lot shorter these days. And it's like. Are you not concerned about the fact that she ordered them to do a drone strike while you're inside? He does not care. He's like, ah, whatever. They're doing what they got to do. Listen on the wind. You can hear the sound of beautiful twanging banjos. We're back in Truth or Consequences. And uh, K- uh, Kate is shown the population who have been turned into sparking steel wool in the dumpsters. Very courteous of the Zygons to clean up after themselves, by the way. <laughs> yeah. um, and then that's, that's that scene. <laughs> They're all dead. Yeah, Jack um, and Clara return to the tunnels. They've got more unit people with them this time. This part, this part, I was a little bonked by this part, and I don't know military, I don't know SWAT, uh, uh, but we see, like, six rows of unit troops, like, marching through the tunnels, and I was like, shouldn't they be, like, getting tactical? Shouldn't they be, like, cutting the pie and, like, pointing their guns and, like, I sneaking around? Why are they, I like, didn't marching? catch that. I, I feel like I remember seeing them walking with their guns in front of no, them. No, they're, they're, they're like, marching in, in they're, like, hup-hup-hupping. Huh. I, it's very odd. That's not what why I remember, do, but I'll take your word for it because you watched it earlier. Anyway, earlier today, not earlier than today. And then 
they find a, Jack they is find, like, yeah. you know, Clara, it feels like everything is coming to an end. And Clara's like, you're just middle-aged, haha. And then they find a red glowing Smucker's cave. Yeah, back back to that later. The Doctor and the unit people bring the Zygon back on the plane. Did they just... Was, was, was the drone strike just not all it was cracked up to be? Doesn't was matter. It like one? The Doctor... There was one <laughs> rock that fell on the Zygon... <laughs> I thought they were going to, like, bombard this entire village into dust. But apparently they dropped one bomb, enough to knock out one one Zygon. They knocked out one Zygon. (laughs) They just dropped a big rock. Also, there were... Oh, no, that's right. They fled through the tunnels. Never mind. The doctor leaves Clara a, a message. I do like that he... He just says, change your voicemail message. It's getting boring. I didn't think that the Doctor's uh, funny stuff in this episode was very funny, but I did like I that one line. I don't think many of the anything in this episode was very anything except stupid. Um, so the Doctor, uh, I do, they do uh, have this, like, if you only classic Doctor Who fans will know, because the Doctor's like, I like your question mark lapels. Um and then she says, you used to do that, Doctor. She turns into me for a second. She did not you, do that. That is you, not true. You, you used to have it, That doctor. is not what happens. She does not talk like that at all. I know. Um, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah she's like, why did you stop wearing the question marks? And he says, I didn't. I, did. I still wear them on my underwear. And she says, makes you wonder what the question is. Which Silence will fall when the question is asked. The question is asked, meaning that the Doctor's penis pops out. Do we? Did you ever learn what the question was? Yeah, the question was Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just didn't want to. Yeah. Just making sure because you said you said if the question was Doctor Who that you would. I think you said that you you would end the podcast and then that's what it was. So, oh well. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Uh, bye, everyone. Doctor, bye. Uh, so okay. he asks Osgood which one she is, and she says, "I reject that question." We are the same. We were living embodiments of the peace between humans and Zygons, which I wouldn't want to be a living embodiment. There was a really good, that really shitty. good peace. Really good peace lasted a really long time. This I don't get this. By the way, she's like, "I will do anything to protect that," and that means that we there will never be an answer to the question of which one. I, am I, am I? Both I don't human. really get what that does well, for anybody. What happens at this is. Point. is she says, I am both human and Zygon, and then the doctor says, ah, you're some kind of hybrid. Hybrid. Perhaps the total brain power of all the dead Time Lords can figure something out about that. Yeah, here, I'm, I'm doing more script doctoring. Cut that plot line. Yeah, get rid of that. Cut, rid of, <laughs> Cut that the, very important plot line to the overall series. Can we just, like, make it so the doctor is like, me and Clara really fuck each other up a lot. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, don't know why there was a prophecy about it. Uh, and uh, he says, well, Osgood, I'm proud to know you, and I promise not to tell anyone that you're a human. And sh- and she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, Zygons can't keep the human body print going unless they keep the original around. And she says, that's not how it works anymore. <laughs> we changed the rules. The script said that it doesn't happen like that. Why would you do that? Like, ju- here, you can even say, well, first of all, we had never heard, maybe this is fucking 70s lore or whatever, we had never heard anything about the Zygons needing to keep the original to maintain the form. Why wasn't she like, oh, couldn't they say some science technobabble bullshit? They have a bio, they have a biometric storage device now. Or just, or just leave it alone and be like, well, we don't know which one she is. Why completely change how the Zygons work? Because then, 
because then the Doctor Who faithful would be like, but I remember in the in the 1970s episode, uh, the Doctor rips the Zygon's arms off because um, he was Colin Baker. That wasn't in the 70s. Oh, well. Uh, they'd be like, I remember that the Zygons could only hold their shape for two hours before, unless they kept the human alive. But now they have a biometric storage chip that allows them to keep their forms indefinitely. And removes um, their ability to have memories of the people whose forms they're taking. It's sort of a, it's sort of a trade-off, yeah. They do become strange Twin Peaks people, but they can be British forever. Yeah, um, they also, when they talk to you, they go, everything is fine. But sometimes they don't remember when your birthday is. I would not want to be friends with a Zygon because they could never <laughs> remember my birthday. Uh, uh, Clara and Jack enter the Smucker's cave, and it's glowing red. <laughs> it's full of pods. Uh, there, there's a quick there's a quick cutaway to the Doctor interrogating the captured Zygon, and it says they want the world. And the pod cave fills up with unit soldiers. And hop, Clara hop, hop, says, "Hop hop 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 hop." And Clara says, "It looks like." Most of London at this point has been put in pods. I don't know about that. It looks like maybe 15 people, Clara, but okay. But she says, we need to destroy the pods before the Zygons hatch. And she grabs a gun. A gun! She's locked and loaded! And she's like, hell yeah. And Jack is like, whoa, 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 we don't know what we're dealing with yet. And she pushes aside some smuts on one of the pods. And it's her own face. And then she's like... Wait, but why would the she Zygon... She being Jack. Yeah. Z- she, Jack's like, wait, but why would the Zygon be in the pod? That doesn't make any... Oh, no! Wait a minute. These must be the human originals. And then Clara smirks like Arya Stark. And <laughs> Jack is like, like Who? everyone, like get out of here! And Clara gives the order to the Zygons that ambush them and says, kill them, and they are all killed. And then we get also a flashback, her, and this is some is, fucking yeah. David Cage, uh, Heavy Rain type shit, where it's like, remember the scene you saw earlier? That's not no, actually not what actually happened. <laughs> we lied. Uh, what happens is that Clara gets zapped, but not yeah, for because- some reason. For some reason. Now, here's my question, Sam, and I'm very confused about this, is that not five seconds ago did we learn... That the Zygons don't need the body. So why did they set their Force Laser to stun for this one time, for the only time in the episode that they did this? Because Clara has to die two episodes from now. Why did... Like, there is no reason that they're holding these people in pods unless there's some unexplained Zygon plan. This is the first of a two-parter. Maybe we'll find out that there is a reason. But if they're going to tell us the reason... it's so weird because they're like, they change the way that the Zygons work, and then they seemingly change it back? Mid episode, do we? But maybe this is the older but still radical faction of Zygons who don't don't have the biometric storage chip that I, I invented. Know. But yeah, you know, I think it speaks volumes that I saw Clara shrug and walk out the door when she saw a screaming child, and like, I was ah, just that like, just "Seems like something." Clara ah, would that's do. Clara, right. that's our that's our that's our girl. But it turns out that that's not actually what happened. The the mom said everything's fine, and then a Zygon walked out and zapped Clara, yeah, like Here's you said, a question. with its tentacles set to stun. Here's a question, and this is one of those things, and every, this is like a, a fun theme about Doctor, huh? Is that every time we say a question or are confused by something, uh, inevitably somebody, probably Ironicus, will explain to us why we're wrong, and here's something that happened in the 1975 episode, <laughs> The Curse of the Zygon Blood, that explains everything that we were confused about, that or like two episodes. 
or like two episodes prior in the episode uh Zygon uh where Yeah, our episode goes up is, and then there's a wall of spoiler tags of people making exp- fun yeah, of us and we every, have no everything, idea. Everything is explained. Why? To, here's my question though. Why did this Zygon was born with the creativity gene and she's like I'm Bonnie actually. Yeah, that is so weird. Again, they just keep changing the rules of how the Zygons act. Yeah, she walks in after Clara gets zapped with a stun beam, which we've also never seen. And it says, hello, Clara. And it, it looks like Clara because it turns out the Clara that we've spent most of this episode with is actually a Zygon in her form. But her and name it is says, Bonnie. hello, Clara, my name is Bonnie. Is that just to, like, help the viewer not be confused by the fact that there's a, a second Clara? Is it to set us up in the next episode when there's normal Clara and then there's evil Clara who's Bonnie? I guess, but I don't, I just, there's no precedent for Zygons having names that they make up. Why wouldn't she just be like, hello, Clara, I'm I'm Clara, Clara. (laughs) I'm you, I'm me, I'm Lady Or like, there's a new Clara There's a new, (laughs) she puts on the cowboy hat, I'm American Clara. There's a new Clara in town, you hear? Anyway, the captured Zygon on the plane says that we want a home where we can live as ourselves without having to lie about who we are. And the doctor says, well, you can't have the UK. And the Zygon says, too late. We've already invaded over the past year and we're fucking ready to go. So at this point, a third of the population of the UK actually is Zygons now. I need need an episode. I need to see, like, give me a scene at some point where Clara is, like, going about her day-to-day life in this Lynchian hellscape that I've decided that it is, where, like, she goes to her work and they're like hello clara how right like apparently one third of the population of the uk now talks like this we're always dragging our friends into elevators and not coming out the other side welcome to pret manger what can i get for you today <laughs> what would you like to manger today just stealing jokes from comedians from james a caster uh so hello uh, everyone i'm james a caster <laughs> and i'm here to do some comedy for you Welcome to Taskmaster, I am little Alex Horn. Alex doesn't say welcome to Taskmaster, it's Greg I'm, who welcomes you to no, Taskmaster. No, but it's Zygon. Zygon oh, that's Taskmaster. what the Zygon inversion is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't wait but, to find... I have a theory that the Zygon inversion is where they do the memory trick again, but on the whole world, and for the rest of Doctor Who, we'll just never know who is or isn't a Zygon. Every Zygon like is an- going to be trapped in every mirror. Jordan, I... <laughs> Think, you know, I've talked about this before. The fact that, like, over the course of Doctor Who, we just have more and more things where normal civilians are like, remember that giant Cyberman? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was the thing I really liked about the Davies era, that the Moffat, Moffat said I don't like it, but then I, I literally, now it's like, how the fuck are we gonna... How the fuck are we gonna get ourselves out of this one, Scoob? I think it's so it... great. The the monks, there's gonna be a, a, a scene in The Lie of the Land that we already saw, where it's like, ah, remember when the monks broke us out of the pods? Like, do you think that people, like, go up to each other and, like, hey, were you in a pod? And they're like, no, I wasn't no, in a I pod. Didn't get and they're like, potted. oh, okay. This is like, I, had a, I had a pod story, of, but... This is reminds me of, like, I, I hate the MCU so much, because I... Was like, oh, Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. I'll go see Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man movie. Uh, uh, and then I went and they were like, did you get snapped? Did you age 10 years? Because he <laughs> aged 10 years. Because he was one of the half of the entire world that got snapped. Great. What the fuck? I just want to see Spider-Man slinging around. 
But then, Too yeah, bad. this is like normal Doctor Who is like, did Thanos get you? Did you get put in the pods? Did you get turned into a ghost? Did you I hope get you... turned into a ghoul? I hope you've seen Spider-Verse. Have you seen Spider-Verse? Oh, yeah, it's a great movie. I like them both quite I a lot. I haven't seen the second one. I, I got it's it. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Anyway, movie. Spider-Man is still good sometimes when it's sometimes. not in the MCU. I haven't seen I any think of the Spider-Man in the MCU, the, but I'd I think be surprised the villain, if it's good. I think the villain of the new Spider-Man movie is... is Either a tumbler, tumbler sexy man, or he's like missed just by an inch being a tumbler sexy man. Can I say I was mm-hmm. about to say, oh, is it the the guy from Gravity Falls? What I was, what I <laughs> wanted to say was, oh, is it Bill Cipher? Yeah. But what I what I was about to say, and I stopped myself, was, oh, is it Bill Condom? <laughs> it's like a, a a Mad Magazine type joke about Bill Clinton. Something's wrong with me. I. I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> something's wrong with it. Something. You, this this guy's humor. You you talk to Sam. You're like something's wrong with this guy. You know this Welcome guy's brain. This guy's, this guy's brain Doctor isn't Hama. right. This guy's a little bit twisted. A little bit fucked up. But I'm here for it. So uh, we're back with our. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, 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 so so Kate, Kate is at the police station and the cop walks in. I think it. We can. We're about to get this reveal. Whatever. Has it was it obvious to you the entire fucking episode that the police officer is as Igon? No, because I don't view police officers as human. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it should have been very obvious. Yeah. I here's what I'll say. I thought Jack would turn out to be a Zygon and that Clara would get captured. I they did get me with the twist that Clara was a Zygon the whole time. I could not have been any more like, oh wow, no way. I'm the one human. I'm the one human left. At the left reveal that, that the police officer get, is as I gone. I didn't. They didn't put me in the trash bin. They left me as a warning for the rest of the humans. Yeah. So she says to Kate, like, you know, one time someone caught a glimpse of one of the Zygons in its true form, a child who hadn't learned how to preserve its body print. Having been left alone ah, to learn these things it for didn't itself. Get the, didn't get the biometric storage chip. And word began spreading among the primitives that we were monsters. And Kate's like, we? And I'm like, hold on, Kate. Wait, that was that where you... Home? You're a Zygon? <laughs> that, that was where this story became suspicious. Not when she said body print. Not when she knew why the Zygons the were last, having trouble. Not when she said human. primitives. It was the it was the word we after the, all those other things. Kate's like, the, hold on a minute. Who's the real monster? And the police what? officer becomes a Zygon and raises its arm to zap her. But we cut away. Hey Sam, he, remember in the great video game Detroit Become Human when the when the fucked up like experimented on androids are like, who's the real monster here? And then and you then and then when you out, finish the chapter, it gives you an achievement for freeing the monsters, which is the androids. <laughs> David, David. I think Cage this is the one hundredth time we've talked I, about that on our podcasts. I'll never not be. Th- I think about it maybe once a week. This is the second time we've talked about David Cage, which is a bad sign for the writing quality. I like this episode. <laughs> I really like that this episode we've been talking about both David Cage and David Lynch. Sort of one for the Davids. You've been talking about. I. I don't. I watched four episodes of Twin Peaks like ten years ago. I don't remember anything. I want mm. for the record. Don't anyone tell me that I should watch it. I know I'm gonna. I'm gonna get around to it eventually. Okay, so shut up. It's, it's good. It's fun. I'll. I'll watch it eventually. Uh. So Bonnie, who it turns out is like the leader of the Zygon resistance. Splinter <laughs> Why cell, whatever. is she called Bonnie? Splinter group. Why is she cell. like? I got a special name, and it's an evil name. It's not Donald. even like 
Like, what? I don't understand. Is it, it like, what? What should it, know. should it have been like, kill God? Yeah, yeah, it should be like Zara, Zlara or something. Like, what? I just don't understand why it's like, what should we call this evil Clara? Oh, she's Bonnie. Why? Evil. Bonnie's a bad But she, name. she asks for a status report from New Mexico and we see Kate, question mark, answer and say that, that Unit's presence in North America has been neutralized. I guess it, that Kate Lethbridge Stewart is dead, or possibly stunned. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that the cutaway from the Zygon and then back to Kate answering the phone is because Kate shot the Zygon and killed it. There is no fucking way in hell. Why, 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 why would the Zygon take Kate's form to answer the phone? Just to sort of as a flex. It doesn't make any sense. The only reason that it would be Kate is for there to be ambiguity. The Zygons sort of, they get clout based on like how cool of a person they they get. So like the real goal would be like, can you become the president? <laughs> but like Kate Lethbridge Stewart is in charge of UNIT. Who's like it's sort of like when the master became Barack Obama. It was sort of like when the master became every human, but especially Barack Obama. In the hit episode, Hungry Hungry Hamburger Part 1. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Hungry Hungry Hamburger Part 2, where the Time Lords come back to tell us the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Doctor Who. Anyway, so, yeah, Kate, who is definitely the real Kate and not a Zygon pretending to be here, uh, we'll tells Bonnie <laughs> that Unit has been neutralized in North America. Which, by the way, that wait, means... Wait, 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 sorry. They sent one person to North America. We yes, saw that is what it. that means. <laughs> there was one of them. Yeah. You can't, you can't... You cannot you refer can't... to Kate Lethbridge-Stewart as the unit that's presence like in said, North America. It's like if I did my laundry and I said, I did all my laundry in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> North really America's laundry has been neutralized. <laughs> North America's mushroom risotto, the cat, has been fed. <laughs> Please clap. All dishes washed. <laughs> so Bonnie goes into the unit armory and grabs a, a briefcase, and she reports into the computer to the other Zygons that the UK presence of unit has been completely neutralized, yeah, which I think is news I'm, to us. Yeah. That's also funny, but also we learned that unit has like unit has like thirty guys. And they left, like, 20 of them in the UK. Ten of them went to get killed in Turkmenistan or whatever it was called. And one of them was a very conscientious drone operator. I think operator. it was Tzatzikistan. <laughs> Tur- Tur- Turwilagistan. What the fuck was it called? Tur- Turmenistan. Turmezistan. Turmezistan. Trenzalorstan. Trent Reznorstan. Which is my Tumblr URL. <laughs> I love Trenzalor, the Christmas planet with the town I stand Trenzalor because I hate the doctor and I want him dead. In this house, we stand for the trends of lore, and we kneel for the Christmas cross. Anyway, uh, so she looks at a, like, radar thing showing the doctor's plane flying God, I forgot UK. this is how this episode ends. We're and back she's on like, the, yeah. unit presence has been neutralized in the UK, more or less. And then she teleports to a field. I actually was so confused because it was such a jarring cut for, to mm-hmm. her, like, just standing on a cliff somewhere that i was like wait is that claire she's like standing next to a motorcycle which claire that's how you can show yes we have seen her ride a motorcycle i know that is a character that's a a character trait she rides a motorcycle um but uh 
she calls the doctor, and while the phone is ringing, the Zygon tells him, Your this plane, plane will not land, doctor. And this is a very... I. This is a classic era cliffhanger to me. It is. This is, of, I think, the funniest shot in the episode, as Bonnie... The doctor answers, and Bonnie is like, here, let me put you on speaker. And she sets the phone down and opens up the case and pulls out a rocket launcher. She pulls out, like, a javelin rocket launcher, like, yeah. from Call of Duty. And then she And the doctor's it. like, hey, Clara, what's going on? And she's like, Clara, Clara is, is dead. dead. I am Bonnie. <laughs> and then, uh, and then as we, the cliffhanger is, just to put the, put the stakes out there, the cliffhanger is a rocket flying towards the doctor's Air Force One, and then it says to be continued. This is this is some classic Doctor Who shit. The next episode is going to start with the rocket just like falling out of the air for no reason. It's going to be a Marvin the Martian weapon, and like a little <laughs> flag comes out that says "bang." It just misses, and he says, "Okay, good thing it missed. Let's land the plane." What did you think of this episode? No, no, it was it was bonked, it was cranked, it was pilled, it was locked and loaded. It was a bad episode. I did not care for it. I would give it. Um, I'm gonna give it a D plus. Wow, okay. I didn't feel that negatively about it. I, I mean, I said this last week, one of the biggest crimes that Doctor Who can commit is being dull. And this episode was not dull. This episode was absolutely fucking wacky. It wasn't good. Nothing about it really, like, worked or made sense. But it was a wild ride, which I do appreciate. I... I the incompetence of unit really infuriated me and I feel like the episode could have been like the plot could have been exactly the same without unit being <laughs> incredibly stupid. I think that they could have executed the Clara twist a little better without having to lie to us about that scene. I'll upgrade this episode to a C plus when the wall of spoilered text explains just how wrong I am about Zygon lore. Um, <laughs> but but for now, it just everything in this episode was just like and and not in like an I'm interested way of like why is this why is that why are they doing this why can they do that why are they able to do that I don't understand I don't understand the rules it's like it just everything that happened in this episode was just like I do not understand how the Zygons work. And I do not understand why anybody in the episode was doing any of the things they were doing. I also, I, I just, there's so many, there's so many, I'll use manager speak. This episode has a lot of opportunities, Jordan. I mean, I think the idea is cool. Like, what if there were 20 million secret shapeshifters on Earth? Yeah, and, and I we- just feel like every, like, part of it could have been improved. Here's one. What if instead of showing us clara just being like i guess the child is being like (laughs) i i mean i don't even know what we're meant to believe that clara believed in that moment but like just don't show us that i think it would have been better if we just didn't see that if the parents like bring the kid back in and clara's like okay all good then or what if what if that's not even what happened in the first place what if this was never clara I think that could have worked. That was another thing I was thinking about is we, Clara's just like suspiciously absent for the beginning of the episode. And we're just supposed to believe that she was like at work or whatever while the doctor was calling her 127 times. Yeah, like I think like, that would have been a cooler reveal. Like, And that, right. that way you could have taken out the like lie twist heavy rain style right. and just be like, that was never Clara. That's why, That's she, why she was totally yeah. cool with the child screaming. That That was a Zygon the whole time. 
wild. There is a lot of dumb shit about this episode. Yeah, I, I, I really do like. feel like this episode could have been a lot better if you just changed, like, one thing about literally every scene in the episode. Uh-huh. But, again, I wasn't bored. For me, it's a B minus. I know what the fuck? I know that's generous, but I had fun, a and that B counts for a minus? lot for me. We're gonna, I'm gonna look back at our ratings, and you're gonna have given like the doctor dances like a B or something. I believe I gave it an A minus. I don't believe you. You're gonna come back to this one, and if you're I do, come if back I do, this one, then that then it happens. I'm, you like this episode more than you liked Do- Robot of Sherwood, your favorite episode of Doctor Who. I think I gave that a B plus when I rewatched it. <laughs> I can't believe you. Whatever. Whatever. This might be our biggest discrepancy ever. That's, and that's totally fine. That's fine. You're allowed, no, you're allowed to. I just think you're cranked and bonked, and I think maybe you <laughs> might be a Zygon. Are you a Zygon? Sam, what's my birthday? Well, you'll have to ask it a question that the real Sam would know the answer yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I don't know if you know it. Um, what's the name of my favorite, uh, color? <laughs> I don't know if I know your favorite color. I don't know if I know my favorite color. <laughs> don't, don't try to make me look like a bad brother when you don't even tell know these now. answers. You don't tell even know your now. own birthday, bitch. Tell me now the name of your dad. Okay. What does our dad say when he hangs up on the phone? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You might just listen to our podcast. You might just know that independently. Sam, we have some. do we have any awards to give out? I feel like everybody has fuckers folly. Uh-huh. Clara definitely had fuckers folly. There was also I didn't talk about it. The scene where we get the reveal that that a Zygon zapped her. She watched so calmly when the mm-hmm. Zygon walked in. She, I mean, she's just she's just seen. Okay, let's go through. Let's go through the list and just make Leela sure. Cross. So, no, nobody, nobody did epic killing. I mean, the Zygon's got a lot of guys, but nobody was epic about it. Um, were there any six stunts? Any Danny Pink award for six stunts? No. no. I'm was... prepared to give Clara the medal of Mickey. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I think... She got so owned, and it was really humiliating for her that I she... Think... All of the brave and fallen unit soldiers get beautiful, gleaming medals of Mickey on every one of their coffins. <laughs> Why did they do that? They also get, they died, they got decorated, they got promoted with their deaths. They got the Fucker's Folly Award for going into the church. They got the medal of Mickey when they got killed in the church. Um, I think that, uh, I think that nobody got the award for Sarah Jane award for companion initiative. Yeah, uh, I don't think a- I can really give Clara Fucker's Folly award because it turned out it didn't happen like that. Yeah. Um she doesn't get a gold star. Fuck no. Um the doctor doesn't lose his medical license. I yeah, this it. was a weird episode for the Doctor. There was so much like screen time dedicated to other characters. I that's why I'm saying like... this episode was was too locked and loaded. I yeah, don't think I... the show should be locked and loaded. Like I'm not. I don't know. I'm not against it. I think it did stuff that I liked when Praxius did it. I kind I of do like that, it when it yeah, when it like splits attention this... in a bunch of different places. It just when didn't said... do it very well. Neither yeah, did Praxius. When I said locked though. and loaded, loaded at the end, uh, just now, I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of like Praxius, but I liked. But the thing about Praxis is that it was pretty interesting and good until they, like, reconvened and then they tried to figure out what the episode was about and then it <laughs> became stupid. But I liked the uh, initial setup mystery I, where... I might need pick- to rewatch Praxis because I remember that I didn't like it in the end and I can't think of anything about it that I didn't like. Well, uh, Ryan put birds in his backpack. So it was a great episode. Yeah, there, I mean, that was a backpack era classic. There were so many backpacks. Right, because it was episode. the only episode where someone had a backpack. No, there were two episodes in a row where they had backpacks, because they also had backpacks in uh, in Ranskorov Kolos, which was a great episode. 
That Those backpacks were so locked and loaded, dude. <laughs> there were grenades in them. Uh, well. All right. Well, yeah. Basically, all the dead unit soldiers got medals of Mickey and Fucker's Folly Award. What is the award called? It's the, uh, it's the, the Ian Chesterton Memorial Award, Award yeah. for Fucker's Folly, even though he didn't die. No, he, yeah. I will say in the last classic episode we watched, we started the episode with uh, with the companion saying, I can't believe Ian, Anne, and Barbara are gone, and Susan. They're all gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, if you look at my screen, you'll see that when I loaded up the spreadsheet, it was already randomed onto Wild Blue Yonder, so that's sad. Pain. Pain. I mean, it's possible that it will roll it twice in a row, but yeah. very unlikely. Uh, which doctor, Jordan? David Tennant. New season. <laughs> Shooty got one fourteen. I don't want a Christmas special. I want it. I want that Christmas special only because no, I. I'll, we can wait for that one, but I do want. I do want to roll the giggle because I want that to be how we find out what happens to Bill. <laughs> also, I just really want to watch the giggle. Sounds fun. I'm still. I'm still in the mood for a Jody episode. When was the last time we? Uh, was it Village of the Angels? Do you know what I just realized about? Uh, yes, it was Village of the Angels, which you didn't like, but I quite enjoyed. I thought it was a fun Weeping Angel episode. Um, you know what I just realized is that in order for me, do you know how I can wish the uh, the new specials into existence is by playing Donna's Gambit again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we still haven't seen Donna properly. We have not properly. That's seen so Donna. nuts. Is I it? Know. Is it really? Because I think End of Time is a special. Look at that fucking wasteland of season four. (laughs) We've seen a lot of season nine, by the way, I feel like. Or or series eight. No, series eight is the one. Wait. Yeah, this is our third episode of series nine. Yeah. Unless you count last Christmas. I never know how to count the Christmas specials. I count them on the season they they come after. But I've got... I think I took this from Wikipedia. I've got Last Christmas and Husbands of River Song as season nine. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, you're saying Tenet? Tenet. Give us season four. I want Whitaker. Let's go. It's Matt Smith. Ooh. It's oh, series okay. five, episode four. Wait. The Time of Angels. Don't. Time of Angels. I remember this one. Oh, it's the part of uh, Flesh and Stone. It's part one. <gasps> We're circling back around to like one of our first episodes. <laughs> Oh shit! That's exciting. Yeah, yeah we got we Damn. got Father Octavian. I'm excited for that. That'll be fun. Yay! We're Woo! finishing a two parter finally. We're gonna get some this, bones crunching. Is this the second two parter we finished on the main feed? What was oh the no, first? we've got oh, Doomsday yeah. and Ghosts, whatever. Ghosts, Army of Impossible Ghosts. Planet and Satan Pit. Man, those were some wild episodes. Good, good, good ones. Is that though. it? Is that yeah, the only two parters we finished? The only two we finished. Yeah. Wow. Now we had three. Very, very, very uh, big. It's going to be so wild when we get uh, Hellbent, or Heaven Sent. Heaven Sent. Heaven Sent. That's going to be crazy. Also, when we get um, when we get Hungry Hungry Hamburgers Part 2, The Munchening, the true meaning of Christmas. Flesh and Stone was our fifth episode. Yeah, that was a very early one. And we got, that was our first episode with River Song, and I think it was our first episode with the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fun. Uh, we're going to get to see Amy Pond again. That's always a treat. It feels I, like, like we never see her. I know. It's very funny because that is like, for me, that was like my quintessential Doctor Who memory experience was was like being 14 and watching specifically like the Tumblr era was like, ah, oh, yeah, I love love Matt Smith and I love the Pawns. So um, that's like what I think of when I default think of Doctor Who for some reason. And it's like the ones we barely ever see Amy and Rory and we barely ever see. Yeah. Is that weird? 
what in the weird. Do you see this? What? I guess I guess that in the middle of this episode, what is this? During the cliffhanger Banner ending of the first broadcast, an animated graphic was shown in some regions, showing Graham Norton revealing a banner trailing his show over the rainbow. According to the BBC, the overlay graphic was run 20 seconds too early. Oh they God. apologized after receiving, receiving over 5,000 complaints. <laughs> yeah, we saw in the previously on that week, I can't believe I still remember this, but yeah, the doctor was like, I think he said like everyone jump or something, and then he like shoots at something. And yeah, there's an image of this giant like cartoon character banner as the doctor's pointing a gun. That is so funny. Good stuff. Yeah. You really fucked it up, BBC. It's the only time they've idiots. ever. It's the only time I've ever done anything bad. That's Didn't we learn played. that, like, during the pilot of Doctor Who, they like played some Graham Norton audio <laughs> or something? No, you're thinking of during the uh, Army of Ghosts when Graham Norton was interviewing a ghost. Great. Well, anyway. that would be fun. Oh, no, no, wait, it says this. Norton also had an adverse effect in some regions on the broadcast of Rose with his voice being heard in the opening minutes. He said, Earth, 8 billion people. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, Graham Norton is kind of the I'm master. I'm excited of... for next week. Me too. Graham Norton is kind of the master Why of Why am I Doctor excited for next week? We're going to be dealing with the master going, shut up, shut up. The master? You mean the doctor. What's the difference? No, I did mean the doctor. <laughs> yeah, but like, for me, because, I, I don't know, I feel like you, you gave that episode get... a D plus. <laughs> wrong with me are we were so uncalibrated at the start of doctor how huh? we had so few data points that i was like this do, sucks d i might i might uh watch the second part too i didn't do that for the satan pit but i think i think with that angel, it might be angel good to bob angel to watch bob it all in, one, in one go bones crunching it'll be really interesting to uh yeah i don't know my thought about about matt smith amy pond rory is like we barely ever see them so mm-hmm. i feel like i'm kind of like immunized to his annoyingness so i'm always like yeah you ah, say that old... now i know so initially i'll be like ah good old matt smith and then i'll be like frumpty wabsy wazzy woo and i'll be like fuck you die <laughs> oh no why is chuck wendig the doctor i know i need a firmware update in the form of coffee he says i need a firm update in the firmware update in the form of fish fingers and custard you still don't oh, know what that God. means i can't wait for you to find out what that means jordan we are uh on patreon just so you know, at patreon.com slash potting bros, mm-hmm. where $1 a month gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a friend of the show, and you get all of our bonus content. We have recorded our episode on the Time Meddler, parts I'm one and two. I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get to finish that one, but I do need to say that it has the most iconic portcullis moment in Doctor Who history. <laughs> the most iconic portcullis moment in British television until Taskmaster Series tur- 16. I have turned around so heavily on William Hartnell era Doctor Who from watching uh, Edge of Destruction. It is so funny watching those episodes. I love them. They're so old. Yeah, so that, so retro. by the time this goes up, that episode will have already gone up on our Patreon feed. But we're feed. watching, our next episode is a... It's a fifth uh, Doctor series. fifth Doctor one. Terminus, yeah, Tegan, I believe it's with, called. With uh, Tegan, and, Tegan and Nessa? Nissa. Nissa. And Vizsla Turlow. And Vizsla Turlow! Dude, I love classic Doctor Who. I love to say we will be watching an episode with Vizsla Turlow. <laughs> Do you think Vizsla Turlow's gonna spend the whole episode in jail again? I think that they never <laughs> one, let him out. One can only hope... Uh, that, of course, is referring to our episode on the King's Demons, which you should also oh, enjoy, that because one, we did too. That one is so fun. I, 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 once, I, once again, you don't have to, it's not about the money, it's about the content. But it is also, about, also the money, about the money, because if we do get to $100 a month, we, we will watch, watch the, the Doctor movie. Who movie. We'll get to watch, uh, we'll get to watch, what's his name, 
What's that guy's name? Paul McGann. Paul McGann. Um, and I believe that movie does end with him saying, I will go talk to the sisters of Ranskorov Kolos and turn into John Hurt. No. Uh, the sister of the... The sisters, sisters of Karn. Sisters of Karn. But I, I know for a fact that there's... Because uh, uh, Doctor he Who was, was The was longest inactive, running Doctor. There's a lot of Eighth Doctor content out there. Just none of it is filmed. Filmed. Yeah. Anyway, $5 gets you a pretty special Discord. We're marking you as a companion of the show. You can get a shout out on the podcast and you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our voices, which aren't funny. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. That's one of the ways that we're funny. $10. What? I said, ha ha, yar. Thank you. $10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role. Marking you as an honorary member of House Me Sousa. We will smirk as we shout you out and clap for you. And you can listen to the podcast live while we record it on Sunday evenings currently. Thank you to our $5 and $10 subscribers, Cassidy, JCH, Roy, Stephanie Boulding, Stephanie Karen, Violet Magician, and House Me Sousa, Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, and Sauceworks. Our $10 patron tier has evolved so dramatically over over these these past few months. Reminder that it used to just be, you're an honorary member of House of D'Souza, and we'd clap like in the end of... Uh, of I mean, we didn't used to Flight clap. The dead. That was my great idea. And now it's like, now we're also Arya Stark, also Lady Me, also Lady Me Susan. Was that your idea? I thought someone on the Discord recommended that. It's possible. I do (laughs) love stealing people's great ideas. Uh, I can't find anything on Discord. So maybe it was your idea. If I'm I'm wrong, whoever came up with that, please confirm. Um, and now we're like, sorry. I'm just looking at all the times on our Discord that someone has said the word clap, clap. and it's really good. Kyle brings Jesse to a surprise <laughs> wedding and says, "Will you marry me?" And she says, "I do." And everyone claps, even Brian Taylor. <laughs> oh, good times! Everyone from Kyle XY was at that wedding, um, including, uh, Please Steven. listen to Kyle XY. God, please listen to Kyle XY. I cannot emphasize enough how delirious we were by the end of that podcast. <laughs> Please listen to the old G fanfic season of Kyle XY if you want to hear us at our at our at our most probably our most deranged. Uh, anything else, Jordan? We're on co-host at Doctor Huh. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. You can listen to my other podcast, Sounds About Light, where we are currently making our way through the Kingdom Hearts mobile game, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, and having a grand old time. That sounds fun. You can check out my other podcast, Kamarucho Radio, which is about Yakuza. You can follow me on Tumblr at Kiwami Breakfast. You can follow us on Tumblr at uh, drha.tumblr.com. Um, you can send us asks. I always forget to say you can send us asks on our Tumblr, which we will answer on the show. No one has done that. I checked it. Goodbye. Ever. Ever. We are hosted on noisepace.xyz, where you can listen to other great podcasts like The Sonic Hustle, formerly The Sonic Shuffle. You can listen to... Forward Forward ReZero, which you were on. I was on Forward Forward ReZero. You can listen to Gay Friends Chainsaw Dog Sanctuary, which is about Chain Salmon. You can listen to Local Service Only about The Prisoner. I started watching The Prisoner uh, a few weeks ago, and it is very good. I've only seen a couple episodes, but it's a pretty cool show, folks. It's got an incredible uh, theme song intro sequence where he drives around in a really silly little car. Yeah, based on the actions of the third Doctor. (laughs) He was inspired. Be seeing you. Okay. Um, Sam, can you say the doctor's prayer however you want to say it this week? I'll say it backwards. Time through path your light, doctor, the may and. Is that okay? 
I'm pretty impressed that you were able to do that. Did you have it pulled up in front of you, or did you? Of just... course, I had it pulled up in front of me. I was very impressed for a second. Thank you for believing in me. May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack. Harkness. Harkness. And may Doctor Funkenstein light your path through time. And may the Zygons lightening your death with tentacles. And may Clara shoot you out of the sky with a big. Call of Duty Rocket Launcher. And may Clara be released from her pod only to get shot by a bird and die. (laughs) Watch out for birds. How many, sorry, I know we're ending, but how many episodes (laughs) were there between this and that? I'm so glad. One, two, three, four. She dies. Oh no, sorry. The episode Face the Raven. I think she dies three episodes after this. I'm so glad to be let out of my pod. Now to take a big sip of coffee and walk down the street. Now to tape a big bag of bird seed to my chest. (laughs) And walk down the street. Okay, Dr. Bai. Oh, Dr. Bai. Excelsior. Excelsior.